This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Visit fubarradio.com for more details. Mark Dolan and Lizzie Cundy on Fubar Radio. It's 10am, it's Thursday, it's FUBAR. And Candy and Dolan are in the house. This is FUBAR Radio, 24 hours a day, the UK's biggest online radio station and growing. And a massive show for you today. We're going to do showbiz with Francis Taylor, entertainment reporter at BT.com, and the one and only Jonathan Bowne from OK Online. It's going to be showbiz central today. In the studio, joining us is the amazing act, one of my totally favourite British actors, Craig Conway, star of The Descent. Did you see The Descent? What a movie. Dog Soldiers, The Tournament. He's married to the gorgeous actress, uh, actress Jill Halfpenny, and he's with us in the studio to talk about some amazing projects he's got lined up. I basically want his life. We're going to be previewing Fashion Week next week with Nomi Khan, founder and CEO of Kashka Fashion House. She knows what she's talking about. She's going to get me a complete wardrobe makeover, and I need it today. I'm sort of wearing this Adidas striped jacket tracksuit thing and skinny jeans. I'm hashtag just too old. I need a reinvention. She's going to help. Also joined by Life in Mob star Maxwell Jameson. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a bit of guilty pleasure fun. Speaking of guilty pleasures, what about my co-host? The cheekiest, sauciest, most outrageous broadcaster in network radio. Mother, wag, actress, singer. A lot of these can't be backed up by any firm evidence. It's just opinion. She wrote this, by the way. Here's my bit. She's ace. She's opinionated. She shoots from the hip. She's gorgeous. She's Lizzie Cundy. There she is, Lizzie Cundy. Morning, Morning, Mark. Morning, everybody. Oh, wow, Mark. OMG. <laughs> if ever if ever a radio show deserved the expression, uh, we might have to change the name of the show to From Hot Gossip to OMG. OMG. Because OMG, you are looking like a rapper. You look like Puff <laughs> Daddy today. Maybe we Bristles. should. Let's tweet out a picture of my disgustingly strange outfit. Um, I've got a very good excuse. So what's happened is I'm wearing a, an Adidas. Um, I like it. It's a tracksuit top thing, isn't I it? Like it's the a new bit, image. bit retro. Can I say I like it? It suits you with a bit of bristle. A bit of George Michael. So I haven't shaved. You're not selling me now. I haven't shaved. I'm wearing some knackered older Adidas jacket, a baseball cap. I'm 41. That's actually against the law. That cap. Do you remember um, Alan Ball, that old um, 
manager yeah. at least, you, did, at least you didn't say alan partridge <laughs> well <laughs> although i'm not far away i was gonna say and then i'm wearing gray skinny jeans and then oddly enough running shoot the whole thing it's a carnage but i've got a good excuse which is i'm ill and do you not find lizzie cundy that when you're ill it's it's you're allowed to just dress badly. Have you noticed that? Well, you obviously think so. I do. I'm not feeling too great today either. Um, behind the glass, uh, Nat and Laura, are you allowed to be- dress badly when you're ill? Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, the, the girls are nodding. Now, they are clearly very well because they're dressed very elegantly today. But, uh, um, but uh, well, you were, oh, yeah, well, you know, you could be on your deathbed and you'd still be glammed up. I am today, to be honest. You could be on your, God forbid, right? I mean, let's talk about in 60 years' time, you could be on your way to the funeral parlour and you'll still have hair and makeup. <laughs> I will make sure of it. Your, your hairdresser will carry the coffin. <laughs> Forget about family members. You'll be carrying the wig. Your cosmetic but- <laughs> surgeon will be the one pushing you into the I- fire. I don't have one of those, thank you very much. Yeah, he'll be pushing you into the fire in a cemetery, going, "This isn't the first time I've transformed her body." <laughs> now, listen, my <laughs> but probably the last. I Was that too dark for ten o four in the morning? <laughs> you are so cheeky. I've crossed the light. It's only because I'm ill. Oh, you may be ill, but you're cheekier than ever today. I Jeepers. feel bad. I've lo- I think what it is when you're not well, you lose the self control. It's yeah, just like it, no holds no, barred. No, I like a bit of stick, and I deserve <laughs> it. But I'm I'm feeling very red eyed, and um, I wanted you to try and carry well, me. Well, we're a bit today. we're ill for different carry reasons. Carry me home. There's a clue where I, I will was ca- last Listen, night. I would love to carry you, but I just don't have the strength in my lower back. <laughs> you don't have strength anywhere today. You look terrible. Um, um, yes, you, so you've, had an, you've had what's known in the business as an, an hour's sleep, haven't you? There was, I'm blaming Gary Barlow. It's a great, it's a fabulous excuse. <laughs> I think we'll let that one, that, we'll no, let that go. It was Where the Rose last night event at the O2 for all the England World Cup players. Boom. And it was incredible. They had Take That playing for them. They're all up on stage singing, interviewed. You know, it was a great That's night. That's incredible. It was a great night. But then it's one of those when you think, shall I leave before the last song, Miss the Crowds? And then you look at your phone and you gather text saying, come backstage. And you think, shall I or shall I go and get, get, get away and get to bed? I love the way, come backstage. You get a t- creepy text like that. Lizzie Cunny's like, yes, I will. Have you not read about Rolf Harris and Jimmy <laughs> Sal? Are you... you you actually want to be groomed by famous people, don't oh, you? So You're there to be manipulated and coaxed. I'm rather worried because on my way in on the radio, obviously FUBA, I heard that the Walton Hop is in trouble and I used to go there in the oh, late 80s. Oh, that would be so. Now, for those that don't know, tell us no. about the Walton Hop. Well, it was a it was a night because obviously I, I wasn't old enough to go to the pubs like, you know. Of course not. In the late 80s. And it was like a youth club disco called the Walton Hop. And a lot of DJs were there, like Jonathan King. Oh, uh, <laughs> Brilliant, Jimmy anyway, Savile. They're, they're Max Clifford used trouble. to PR it. Yeah, they, great. They, they, he did. And look, oh it's all in a bit God. of trouble. My mum <laughs> rang me this morning. Very you could worried. have basically just rounded up every DJ at the Walton Hop and put them in jail and you were pretty much legally covered. Well, Cliff Richard. <laughs> yeah, Cliff's it innocent. Okay. If you you know you've so. got this thing. You know you've got this thing on the on the radio where if if there's a case against someone or allegations, you have to say the the Alleged. we have to wait until we get a decision. I'm going to say Cliff's innocent, and then because that's legally fine, isn't it? I'm going to say okay, and they're going to hate me. I don't think he is innocent. Well, you can't and, uh, say. The fans will get now. You me. see, I can say he's innocent. You can't say he's not. Allegedly. 
No, you Apparently. can't even say. No, you can't say that. No, what you can <laughs> what you can say, and what we are saying at Fubar Radio is that these are allegations. <gasps> I was a joke, by the way. But do you know what? These are allegations which Mr. Richard and his legal team strenuously deny. Every no, single allegation. No every one single is allegation. Guilty without being and, proven. And, and also that there is a process by which um, they will pursue exactly. um, that case and, and the courts will decide. So we haven't got a clue what happens. But at, at this point, at 10.08 in the morning, um, Mr. Cliff Richard is, uh, is innocent. innocent. I still but listen, listen to, and no, I still listen. listen to his records. I Do lo- you? Listen, I love Cliff. I actually danced. I was a backing dancer with Cliff Richard. Were you? At a seaside special thing. How, how was he to work with? Did he? Did he? Was it that he's sort of a, Tom Cruise thing where you weren't allowed to make eye contact? No, he kind of talked like that. You know, he's sort of very much. Um, Hi, how are you? Yep. Yeah. Great yeah. to be here. So quite matter of fact. Yeah, it, it was just jolly nice chap. But no, listen. Of course, we we don't know. No I one told knows. you that this show no was legally explosive. No one knows if he's innocent or not, and that is the you know we don't know. It's going to be he's going to go through the proper. That's right. But but Cliff Richard denies every allegation strongly. So we'll we'll uh, watch with interest. Um, but now you know what though. It have, I have to say it's not going away, is it? Oh, you tree. No, it ain't. It ain't. I mean, um, it's yeah. It's it's uh, it seems to be kind of producing a fault line through the whole world of showbiz and it has rocked not just individuals and their careers and their reputations but whole institutions i mean i think the damage to the bbc of the jimmy savile case has been enormous yeah it has i think the beep has really because how many stories are there about itv about lwt and the itv studios not not a nothing Mm. it starts to which is perhaps unfair but it paints a picture of the BBC in the 1960s and 70s as a bit of a haven for these characters. And what's awful is when Mark Williams Thomas, who did that documentary on Savile... Yeah, the brilliant ex-detective, yeah. I mean, he was going to do it on the BBC, then they wouldn't have it. See, now, that's why I would love to ask Mark Williams Thomas whether he feels that the culture at the BBC being a state corporation, because the BBC is a part of the structure of our society. You know, it's, it's it's, it's owned by the government.